0: Well, welcome back to Rural Queensland today. We'll start the show uh, with that news that I said at the top of it um, that there is a huge story breaking out of Mount Isa this morning. The member for Tragar, Robbie Catter, joins us this morning. And, Robbie, um, a little over two hours ago, it was reported that um, Glencore uh, have notified their staff that they will be closing their copper mine in Mount Isa. Now, this is going to put 1,200 jobs... Um, to the scrap heap which means Mm. 1200 families which means schools businesses a town of Mount Isa that has 20,000 people in it Um, this is going to have a major impact on it Uh, firstly mate obviously you're just getting this information as well it's just after nine o'clock you're obviously across this you've had a bit of a chance to dissect it what do we know
1: yeah, well, as you say, there's a plan closure 2025, so um, it's in a couple of years' time. And they, as they've always said, uh, when they shut down the underground operations, they'll expand the uh, the uh, surface operations. So they go into an open cut and move into a super pit. And I think the initial talks about that was originally 40 or 50 years left, and that. that's at a reduced workforce, so that'll be down to about 400 workforce. Uh, we know that they've got shortages of staff, in there, um, there's the George Fisher mine, it's about half the size the workforce, it's just out of town yep. um, so it's about 3,000 strong workforce and uh, here but there's the George Fisher mine out of town and that um, you know, that'll take some people and obviously there's mines screaming out for people in the, the region here so that'll take some people but i not, not going to um, sugarcoat it. it, it's a big hit but um, but I'm not so sure it's a fatal blow from Mount Isaac because I think there's still life left in the old girl and and I'm not just saying that out, out of sentiment um, there's you know it's pretty hard to reconcile a lot of the conversations you've had over the years with people involved in that business and, and the announcement they've made and what's more Glencore Glencore are, are well known to be traders not miners and um, so they sold Ernest Henry Mine. In Concurry a number of years ago, and the new owners walked straight in and said, "Well, we can get another 17 years out of it." They added another 17 years straight up, and because they invested, willing to take a bit more risk. And um, and I think the big question is, is um, you know, things that get taken to the board in Switzerland, and they say, "Well, um, you know, we've while they're Glencore out there telling the public that there's a big future in copper, and they've they put that on public record." a number of times and there's a big future in copper, but uh, they only see that in South America and the Congo, I think. It's, for whatever reason, they just want to depart from Australia and Queensland. And, and um, you know, my message to them is if, if you don't want it, um, if you're not interested and you keep telling us if it's worth nothing in their marginal operations here, we'll get out and sell them. Because uh, just like in Concurry and Ernest Henry and they sell that, that's a big mine. Uh, they get in and announce they're going to invest billions of dollars and expand the operation. Um, another 17 years. So I really believe that's what can happen here. All right. And, well, um, Okay. Mate, so so, they're so 20,
0: 2025, they're closing the copper mine, 1,200 jobs at risk. I'm going to put yep. this to you. And I don't expect you to give me any information that, you, you, that you're that privy to that you can't. Mm-hmm. But would you feel that there is a possibility that there will be an operation in Australia that could potentially buy this mine and continue um, it in yep. its same format?
1: Absolutely, um, and and I can say that with you know some authority that that it there has to be um, there has to be has a, there been
0: discussions going on because this is obviously doesn't happen overnight so there's obviously been blood in the yep. water for some time I, I mean I was tipped off about it last night um, yep. and I made some inquiries and a lot of people went to ground I know nine ran with the story last night as well um, but I I um I absolutely. 100 percent am concerned that you know that, that that it does go to waste but if you're telling me that you believe that there's stuff going to happen well I, I mean you're a better not way more knowledgeable than I am on this issue um, yeah and you know obviously there would have been discussions going on for some time and people obviously looking at this knowing that this is the way they operate.
1: Yeah, and, and and look, I could be accused of being the eternal optimist, and when I live in Northwest Queensland, because you you can see the potential here, and and um, we're getting cover string here to deliver um, cheap, more affordable power, and um, um, and uh, yeah, as best I could say, I mean, there's um, um, as, as best I could say, oh, I'm confident that there would be something could be put together that would be um, if if they put this to the market. Uh, this mine and these all these operations here, there. Uh, the sooner we got rid of Glencair, the region, I think, the better because they haven't been a good owner and they've um, and I, you know, I just don't. I think they're much more concerned with uh, ripping out as much as they can and and selling a good price and, and they're global traders. So I mean, there's an argument there. There's an incentive for them not to produce copper to suppress it, to play around with the price in some cases. So. They're not a good owner to have of Australian mines, and, um, and particularly in this in this um, base metals. So, um, I don't know about the, the coal operations, but certainly with the the base metals, they haven't been a good owner. And I think uh, I'm highly confident that they'd be in the right hands, and you could get a lot more life out of the old girl here. And um, and and also, I, I would add to that, you know, you've had sort of. Um, it nationally recognised if not globally recognised geologists saying there is um, you know all bodies here that only you know, the rest of the world could only dream about in terms of um, copper silver lead zinc and um, they just haven't found them all yet so um, there's $750 billion of metals in the ground out here that we know of so um, it just needs people that are aspirational and willing to invest and take a bit of risk and that's certainly not legal so yeah, mate. It's tough. It's going to be tough for the, the workers. No one likes uncertainty. It's tough for homeowners here, like me and Matt Isa, and to have that uncertainty trade over you um, businesses. So it's it's a very tough time. But um, uh, this is where the likes of me and their day by trying to um, trying to turn things around. And I think you know, I think we really have to pour some scrutiny over the decision making made by Glencore. And saying, Are you guys, because, uh, you know, they came, they came running to us before last election saying the copper smelt is no good. It's not viable. Now, it seems that it's running out to 2030. And, you know, surprise, surprise, we've got another election coming. They're saying, oh, the copper mine's got no value. Let's, let's sell it. So um, we've got to know that they're not playing games with people. Uh, I think uh, we've really got to scrutinise the decision making. um, What about the the royalties tax?
0: What about the royalties tax? Does that have an effect on Glencore's decision making? And that's come from the state government. Now Uh, could do, yeah, and and, and, I mean we've seen some mining companies, um, I suppose, um, go into a sort of a um, sleep mode as such. You know, they're just not doing anything at the moment, just waiting to see the royalties tax that the state government is trying to gouge out of. You know your area. Yeah. That's where it's all coming from. Um, the vast majority of earnings come from your area, and yeah. yet, you know, <laughs> there's no understanding whatsoever. I mean, to me, Rob, the, the, and I, I know you're the optimist, and I understand it. But when you say when a when a company comes out and says we're closing something down, mm. and Glencore is being allowed just to run roughshod and do what they want, you know. Um, I, I, I get worried. I, I really do. Twelve hundred jobs is twelve hundred jobs. Housing markets, news agencies, pubs, hotels. Yep, sure. There's still a mine there. There's still a lot going on. Still, still a big town.
1: But yep. You, you yeah. Know, there, there
0: is going to be a hit, mate. That that's just it, the reality
1: it, of it. No, que- no question. Um, no question. And you know, my phone's been running hot all last night, and um, and people concerned and. Uh, so it's a very very tough time for people, but um, I just I'm uh, I'm just certainly not laying down tools. And like I said, no. there's 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 an operation here that if combined with you know, all the assets, copper smelter, zinc, it's a it, very viable operation. I'm convinced of that, and that's I'm not making that up. That's just you know various conversations over the years um, with the right sort of people, and um, but I, I just don't think we've got the right sort of owner. And if they want You know, if it's found that they're making decisions, um, you know, that aren't in the best interest of of Queensland and Australia and and callous decisions that aren't consistent with developing that mine, uh, then we should look at all the licences and environmental approvals that they operate under because um, I think we've been very generous to them over the years and and it would be quite easily, it would be pretty easy to make life difficult for them if um, If they're not doing things in the interest of, of our state and our country, and um, in terms of the licenses that they operate under, so that's something they better think about because um, uh, we'd love to see them sell it, sell the mine and um, and I think I'm sure we could attract someone um, out there that would run this place uh, with a bit more vision and a bit more appetite for risk and willing to invest to expand the operations and uh, well beyond what they're projecting now.
0: Yeah, uh, to the people of Mount Isa, we are thinking of you today. We'll take a break, come back with more. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network for a tough day for Queenslanders and especially the people of Mount Isa. Uh, Robbie Catter joining us this morning. We'll take a break, come back with more.